بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على خاتم النبيين وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Continuing our new topic we have started just a few weeks ago to talk about the case of self-purification which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordered us or told us after 11 of swords Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala swore 11 times telling us that those who purify themselves are winners and those who do, who do not are losers so we are trying in this verse inshallah ta'ala within these weeks to see how can we how we can purify this self of ours how can we obey the order of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and obey the order of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to make ourselves ourselves purified as we said before that only those selves which is purified and clean only these ones are deserving Jannah and others actually whether they are deserving hellfire for all or for the yani, or settlement he is still settling hellfire or he is deserving hellfire for some time to purify this self which is not purified in dunya to be purified in hellfire now then he will go to Jannah last week we mentioned we started to talk about the case of the heart what is the connection between the heart and the self-purification we said that upon the hadith of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam which is narrated by al-Bukhari and Muslim that al-Nu'man ibn Bashir radiyallahu anhu or radiyallahu anhu an abih said that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said in the hadith in the end of the hadith said ala wa inna fil jasadi mubghah إذا صلحت صلح الجسد كله وإذا فسدت فسد الجسد كله ألا وهي القلب The meaning of that is that Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم said that everybody or everybody is having in his body a small piece of meat If it is in the right track the whole body will follow If it has gone astray the whole body will go astray because this heart which is the heart is the leader of the body it will lead the body to the correct way or lead it to the wrong way so those people who are really purifying themselves they have to start from the heart because self cannot be purified if the heart itself is destroyed or gone astray we have to take care first of this heart then this heart will order will lead the whole body to do the correct thing We mentioned last week, in order to know how to purify or to correct this heart and take care of it, the scholars of Islam have understood from the Holy Quran and from the Sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that the heart of the human being is three types or actually in three situations. An alive heart, a dead heart, and a sick heart. A wise heart, as Allah mentioned subhanahu wa ta'ala, إِلَّا مَنْ أَتَى اللَّهَ بِقَلْبٍ سَلِيمٍ Salim means clear, clarified, no troubles, still complete alive. That is the one who is going to be safe. The other heart which is the dead is the kafirin heart. It's dead. Why it is dead? It cannot understand. It cannot fake. 
it cannot believe. Even if it is hearing the truth of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, still they cannot accept it. Even if they know that this is the truth, still they cannot accept it. Like Abu Jahl, like Fir'aun, any other people who rejected Islam, rejected Iman of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not because they didn't know it. Not because they didn't believe in it. They do believe in it, they know it, but they did not accept it. وَجَحَدُوا بِهَا وَاسْتَيْقَنَتْهَا أَنفُسُهُمْ ظُلْمًا وَعُلُوًّا They rejected although they believe in it. But they rejected just because of arrogance. Iblis, the head of the kafirin. Was he an ignorant person? Did he reject to obey Allah Taala because he doesn't know Allah? He doesn't know the orders of Allah? No. He has worshipped Allah long times, very long time with the angels. Allah upgraded him from the jinn area to the malaika area in the heavens, in the sky. But because of arrogance, he rejected to obey Allah Taala in bowing as a greeting to Adam alayhi salam. From these hearts, we gave the signs of the sick or dead heart, and we gave the signs of the alive heart. Tonight, we really need to talk about the reasons of the sickness. Since we said that the people who have a alive heart, is, alhamdulillah, they have no trouble. And the people who have the dead heart, Allah musta'an, what can we do? We only have to call them for Islam. But those people who have a sick heart, this is the majority of Muslims. All of us almost, we have the same problem. Sick heart means the heart which is going back and forth, sometimes close to the alive, sometimes close to the dead. So we want to see how to cure this heart from his sickness. How to bring this heart from this sickness to be a life heart. And of course, as you know, doctors, when, they, when you go to them for any sickness, first of all, they check you. They see what, what kind of sickness you have, then they give you the medicine. So we need to do the same thing now to see how is this sickness now coming to Muslims or to the heart. Then we can say what, what to do to save this heart or to cure this heart or to heal this heart from his sickness. The major case for the sickness of the heart is the fitan. Al-fitan in Arabic means the test, also means seduction. Both it could be put in together. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will test every person. The heart will be also tested. Tested by what? By so many things as we will see later on insha'Allah. Why to test? Because to show the person if he really deserves Jannah or deserves survival. As Allah told subhanahu wa ta'ala in the beginning of Surah Al-Ankabut, فَدَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ الشَّيْطَى الرَّجِيمِ بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ألف لام ميم أحسب الناس أن يتركوا أن يقولوا آمنا وهم لا يفتنون ولقد فتن الذين من قبلهم فليعلمن الله الذين صدقوا وليعلمن الكاذبين سوفتنا هير is the single. Fitan is the plural. So, fitan is a lot. So, every heart will face fitan. 
These fitans are so many times, but we'll come to them later on. But he will face this fitan to see, to test him. Is he going to be in the right track or is he going to be in the wrong track? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is testing us with so many things in our life. What kind of tests? So many. Tests with our own children. Tests with our own money. Tests with haram. Tests with shirk. Tests with kufr. Only those people who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala likes, the people who deserve to be in Jannah truly, are passing the test. And Allah knows better. He, he knows subhanahu wa ta'ala who really deserves to pass these tests. Although he gives us complete will to take the right thing or leave it. Because we are not forced in this life to take the bad things then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will punish us in the judgment day. No way. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala So this fitan actually in two types. This fitan which is going or test going to be to the heart of the human being is two types. The bad desires. A person likes these life things although they are sometimes haram. Every man would love to have a lady as an example. Or a, a lady will have to have a man even if it's haram. This is a desire. Every person would like to have more money, even if it's from haram. This is desire. Bad desire, of course. And so on. So if a Muslim receives this kind of test, this kind of fitna, and he doesn't push it away, then he is falling into fitna. As the hadith will see, inshallah, later on, from by Khadifah ibn al-Yaman, radiallahu anhumah. The other side of fitna is the misconception. Misconceptions is the misunderstanding that only happens if a Muslim really starts to hear to the other wrong people talking about Islam more and more than he starts to lose his faith on Islam. Every Muslim, of course, will believe that Islam is the best deen, it's the only correct deen actually now. That's natural. Every Muslim should really believe that the deen of Islam, which is the deen of Muhammad, which is ended with deen of Muhammad. Is the only correct deen now. But when it comes that he is really hearing and listening to those people who are talking about Islam in the wrong way, start to give these fitan misconceptions about Islam. Oh, Islam is cutting hands. Why? Islam is giving the lady half of the money for the man. Why? These wise, 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 and he's listening without any good answer. He's not looking around. He's not asking the ulama or scholars. He's not looking in the books for the answers then more and more misconceptions to come to his heart then he is in fitna does that mean not to listen to the others at all keep closed nobody talks to you no but before you go on to talk to these kafirs or these bad people we should have the knowledge so we can answer them because we are required every muslim every muslim of us is required to call people to islam Every Muslim is a da'iyah. Every Muslim. But of course, he should call or make da'wah upon the things that he knows. قُلْ هَذِهِ سَبِيلِي أَدْعُوا إِلَى اللَّهِ عَلَى بَصِيرَةِ Not only أَدْعُوا إِلَى اللَّهِ فَقَطْ لَا 
their heart to be basir and there it means they have to I'm calling in something I know truly so when a person learn about Islam the pillars of Islam the pillars of Iman he knows about the Islam system in the case of the, of the social life the political life the economic life then he can easily call people to Islam those kafirs are really poor they need somebody to guide them but actually some Muslims unfortunately they don't have the time to think of the others because them, themselves are really busy with other things so Islam actually yani calling to, for Islam is not a job of a person it's a job of every Muslim it's a mission of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yes and it's also a mission of every Muslim every Muslim is required to call for Islam starting by himself and his family then his neighbors then the people around then the Kafirin he will work for it why not this is his job this is his duty this is his mission and the more he makes da'wah the more he will have more iman higher faith and his self will be purified more and more why? because he is doing the mission of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to save people from hellfire does Muslim hate the Kafirin? yes he does but actually he is doing his best to save them from hellfire subhanallah if we just think of this then we will know how people really misleaded by these mass media telling that a Muslim is a terrorist killing the others for the, the, the hell of it no not true we are in the first place calling people to Islam and the jihad actually was imposed among us is to kill the kafirin who are stopping Islam from space that's why you can see if you see that the, the ghazawat of Muhammad when he went to for, for jihad did he kill women and children? sallallahu alayhi wa sallam who he sallam, killed? he killed the people who stopped who stopped Islam from spreading then when everybody is surrendered khalaf nobody to be killed including those leaders of kafirin if they are not killed Abu Sufyan was a leader of kafirin of Mecca how many, how, many, how many people did he kill? how many Muslims did he kill? Rabbi Allah before he became a Muslim also so many of the Sahaba who accepted Islam after Mecca case after Muhammad took Mecca from the people at the, eight, the, hijriya, the, the year of 8th Hijriya Amr ibn al-As so many those people who were enemies of Islam who killed a lot of Muslims a lot of Sahaba when they accepted Islam they became Sahaba Subhanallah al-Aziz nowadays if a kafir who killed a lot of Muslims then he accepts Islam he is our brother you cannot find this in any deen any deen is big I don't do this in Christianity as an example when a person accepts their deen billah, they treat him like a low class second class haven't you seen a church in the United States as an example they are putting no dogs no blacks are admitted in this church subhanallah even some supermarkets not only churches why? because their deen is not a true deen but Islam Islam accepts the people and even puts them leaders of Muslims Mu'ayyah ibn Abi Sufyan accepted Islam only when Mecca was taken by Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that was the 8th of Hijrah the 8th year of Hijrah although Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam put him as a leader 
While Sahaba was sitting in, in Mecca before Hijrah, some of them were not leaders. It's the case of bitter Islam, bitter capabilities. So, so of a leader of our enemies, now a Kabir who is killing Muslims, then if he accepts Islam, we will take him, we'll put him as a leader. In some cases, no problem. You cannot find this in any other deed. These fitan, as we said, is two types. Wrong desires and misconceptions of Islam. If a person starts to accept these and allow him to invade his heart, he will lose. He cannot purify himself anymore. But if he makes jihad against himself and against shaitan to stop these from coming to his heart. Yes, we love money. Subhanallah, a very deep love to money. That's Allah told subhanahu wa ta'ala. But although we do, we still do not let the money drive us away. We take only the halal money. We use only the halal money. We put it in the halal way. It's not our life to, get, to gather money. We love our children. But some of them are our enemies and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has told us in so many eyes to be careful to take care of them because they are sometimes driving us in the wrong way we love our children yes but we don't let them drive us away our desires inside should be controlled by what? by the system of Islam by the sharia of Islam Otherwise, the heart will be destroyed. Then we cannot purify the self. So the self will not be good enough for Jannah. It will be only good enough for Jahannam. These are only, in the paper you have is only headlines. I'm trying just to explain, although the terminology may not be so easy. So, the heart in front of the fetal test is two types of hearts. One type which is observing the fitan, accepting the fitan. Whatever fitna comes, he accepts. Whether it is wrong desires, bad desires, or misconceptions, he accepts. He takes, like sphinx, you know sphinx, I don't know what this is called, uh, a sphinx, whatever you call it. Whatever water you put in, it will take. More water takes, so much water. Why? This is the heart of the person who accepts these fitan. The other one, type of heart, of course, is rejecting these things. It has filters. Nothing goes there unless it is controlled. So, whenever there is a desire, wrong desire, he doesn't allow it to get in, go away. If it's wrong misconceptions of Islam or anything, he's still stubborn. He doesn't just say, okay, this is true, why don't we do this? Why Islam is cutting the hand of the thief? Why Islam is chopping the head of the killer? Why Islam is throwing rocks to the person who makes zina? Why here is wrong? Unless he wants to know the wisdom, if there's a wisdom. But actually he should believe that this is the best, then he asks about wisdom if there's any wisdom. Fine. First of all, we have to accept this as a truth because the one who made this is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala whether through Quran or through his Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Then he 
will ask if there is any wisdom, then he will explain to the others. Of course, some people say, yeah, how can we? How can we cut a hand of a thief? If we do so, half of the people of Riyadh will, will have one hand only. True? But that is wrong understanding. Because in the beginning, when they are cutting the hand in any town, whether Riyadh or any other place, the thief will think thousand times before he go and steal. But when it's case, okay, just put him in jail for a few days, uh, put money on him, he will pay such and such money in Ma'at everybody will steal. He says, if, if, maybe they will not catch me, and if they catch me, they will put me in jail sometimes, I will leave. Khalas. And listen to people how they are making new ideas how to steal and play around. In the West, especially in the United States, as I have seen by my own eyes. It's easy for a group of people to kill and steal and take and as soon as they are in the jail a fantastic lawyer with such part of the money they have already stolen will take them out. Because this is a human being system. A human being's law. Not Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. No, the Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The regulation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Sharia Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam does not play around. A person whom he kills, he should be killed. A person who makes zina, if he is not married, he should be hit. If he is already married, he should be killed with rocks. What's the wisdom by the rocks? And somebody is asking, why? Why not by the sword or by a, a gun? First of all, we believe that this is the best. No, no question. Then we ask what's the wisdom, if there's any wisdom. Some scholars like Shaykh Rahimahullah, he said, since the body has enjoyed this zina, the whole body enjoyed it. The whole body deserves to be hit. Not only one, one area, like the back of the person who is hit. The whole body should be taking the pain as it is already taking the enjoyment. Now, just imagine. If this is happening among Muslims, areas or countries will be zina spreading among Muslims? Unfortunately, they are not making this law of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in practice, no. They are even giving a, yani, a lawful or allowance to make zina in certain places with a certificate. Subhanallah al-Abi. Subhanallah al-Abi. So, we really have to put our heart in this case and see are we observing and accepting every fitna we are receiving or are we rejecting it? Listen to the hadith of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam which is narrated by Muslim that a Nu'man that Hudayfa ibn al-Yaman radiallahu anhuma because both of them are Sahaba Hudayfa and his father al-Yaman both of them are Sahaba so we say radiallahu anhuma as we say Ibn Abbas we say radiallahu anhuma both of them because both of them are Sahaba but if it was like Amr ibn al-As, would you say radiallahu anhu? Say radiallahu anhu, because he's the only one, his father was not. This is an important point. Hudayr ibn Yaman said that Rasulullah said, the meaning of the hadith, that the fitan will be brought to the heart of a person. Piece by piece. Every heart will accept one of them, a black dot will be in the heart. Every time he accepts 
When it is fitted, a black dust will come again. Until the heart will become all black, dark. Then it cannot really distinguish between the correct thing and wrong things. خلاص. It is black. It is the heart of the Kaaba. He cannot distinguish. He cannot segregate between the wrong things and bad and good things. While the other one, when the fitan comes to to it and he rejects them, a white dot will be on that heart. The more he rejects, more white dot until it becomes a transparent heart can see easily the wrong things and good things. Remember, I told you the story of Al Hassan al Basri, rahimahullah. When a person came to him, he was walking in the street. A guy came to him and started to shout at him and called him call him bad names. Al Hassan al Basri was the, uh, the the top the, the top person of the tabi'in. So Al Hassan al Basri was amazed. What happened? He didn't talk to him at all. He didn't answer him at all. He went at home. He made wudu and he made two rakah. Then he made his hands up. Ya Allah. Please forgive me for the sin I made that you made this person do this to me. Yeah, Subhanallah. Now he understands that the, what happened to him just because one sin he had did, he has done before. Now, if we ask ourselves how many sins we have done before and how many punishments we receive, sometimes we don't know. The other person also he says, "Wallahi, I know when I make sins." I can see the effect of the sin on my wife's way of treatment and in my donkey's way of walking. La ilaha illallah. Just because their sins are very limited. So they can see the effectiveness of that. But for us, Allah Musta'ah. Allah Musta'ah. Because their hearts were rejecting the fitted, rejecting their own desires. Rejecting their misconceptions, taking only what Allah Subhanahu wa Taala said and what Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, so they have clean, clean and, and transparent hearts. They can really see and distinguish between what is the correct, what is wrong. Then we come to the second, the, 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 the last step tonight is to talk about what are the poisons which is affecting the heart, which will make make this heart. Black or dark cannot see. Ibn Qayyim, rahimahullah, one of the best scholars of Islam, he gave us four, four poisons. If a person is falling into them or one of them, his heart is in a danger. It will be sick and it may die. Like if a person takes a poison, he may die. Unless Allah subhanahu wa taala takes care of him and he is, يعني given enough medicine before he dies. All of them are extras because you cannot say no need for talking or eating. That's impossible. So he said extra talking, extra watching, it's extra eating, and extra gathering. Each one of these we'll talk about it, inshallah in yani little bit of details, but not tonight. For some reason, I don't want to make it long for you. Plus the brothers in here and in the masjid they want to. Work on the electricity tonight, so we cannot go so far. I'll leave enough time for your questions, and inshallah next week we'll continue to talk about this. Alhamdulillah, wa quwwata jazakum Allah khair. Any questions? I'm ready to hear from you. What's that?
Desires and needs are the same. But they are good desires and bad desires. And yani desire for yani, uh, learning Islam. Desire for Salah. Desire for It's fantastic. But desire for haram things. For uh, yani, money even if it's haram. Drinking alcohol or drugs and so on. These are bad desires. If the heart accepts these things, they start to... That's subhanAllah, take a point, a strange point in here is when a person is really falling into some of these bad desires, like using drugs, and he, because he is addicted to drugs, he cannot leave it. What he will do? He will try to find out some dalil or evidence from Quran and Sunnah to allow him to do this. And that's a joke, the brothers from Egypt, they always say that somebody asks another guy, he says, is this uh, hash or jarat as you call it in Urdu, huh? Is it halal or haram? So he said, if it is halal, we are smoking it. If it is haram, we are burning it. So we are doing the best. So shaitan is smart. He is giving him excuses to do these things. He finds him reasons. Somewhere or another. So we have to be careful not to let shaitan drive us in these cases. We know about the Quran and Sunnah. This is haram. Even if we like it. Even if we deserve it. We are desperate to it. We don't do it. Because Allah told us it is haram. So this is wrong desire, we don't But regular need, which is allowed, inshallah, alhamdulillah. Yani, you cannot stop talking, you cannot stop eating, you cannot stop. So you eat, and you talk. You, yani, but in the system of Islam, in the way of Islam, not extra, which is not allowed, yani, which is going to destroy the person. Yeah. If a person uh, wants to earn money, halal money, mm-hmm. but he goes uh, to uh, earn more and more money. Is it uh, good for him or? Uh, is it good for him if he is earning it from correct way and also spending it in the correct way? Majority of people cannot control the money. The money is controlling it. That's why a Muslim should not ask Allah to make him rich. Because this could be very dangerous. Upon the story that which happened in the time of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, one of, the peop- one of the people who was ca- counted as one of the Sahaba, he insisted on Muhammad Sallallahu to call Allah for him to give him more money, more money, and Muhammad Sallallahu was telling him, yani, don't. He's still insisting, and so when Allah gave him more money, he ended up to be a hypocrite, munafiq. So, yes, work for the money, but don't go too much. When the money is really, yani, taking your heart, even from Salah, then it's a dangerous case. This is a sign in here. When the money or the children is taking your heart from Salah, from doing good things, from Da'wah, from learning Islam, then this is a, a, strength, a, a strong sign to you to be careful. But if you are, like Abdul Rahman ibn Awf, عنه, one of the Sahabat of Muhammad he says, if, Wallahi, if I just move a rock like this, I'll find the money. Because Allah gave him more money and more money. Every time he's working, he's going to the market and he's selling and buying and this, subhanAllah, when one day he'll get a lot of money. Some people like this, yani they are what you call them, buhra, tajir, yani, uh, traders, fantastic traders, they can uh, gain money. Even if you get it from halal, and you spend it in halal, still you are in trouble. Because this money will make you busy with it. You are afraid somebody will steal it. You are afraid, you are trying to cover it, counting it. And this and this, then, so the person is too busy with the money, then he will start to forget something else which is more important, like salah. So, Allahu Akbar, as soon as Allahu Akbar, He's not in Salah. He's thinking of that apartment, he did not take the rent of it. That uh, land, he did not do this. That car needs this. And that uh, established, so his mind is not in Salah. So,
So if he cannot control the money, the money will control him, then he is losing. Even if it's halal. What about if it's haram? A'udhu billah. That's in Yusuf Yusuf. وَمَا أُبَرِّئُ نَفْسِي إِنَّ النَّفْسَ لَأَمَّارَةٌ بِالسُّوءٍ That's in Surah Yusuf, page 241. I'll uh, Yes. Yes. Uh, go ahead. Uh, is it possible for anyone who is a non-Muslim to give him Qur'an in, in the... Uh, okay, uh, no. The Qur'an says no. Some Muslim, some scholars, they say it's allowed to give him the translation of the meaning of Qur'an. Not the Qur'an itself. You can say it's haram, which is haram clearly in the Holy Quran, which is mentioned for Surah Al-Jumu'ah, Salah Al-Jumu'ah. But for the regular, yani for the other Salah, because this person, yani he may say, okay, I'm, I'm making another Jama'ah, not in the Masjid, another Masjid which is late, or with some of my friends will make Jama'ah. He could say that, but still he's in trouble. He's in danger. يعني ومن يعظم شعائر الله فإنها من تقوى القلوب. شعائر الله. One of the شعائر الصلاة. صلاة الشعيرة, which is very important case. يعني المسلم should really feel when he sees his adhan حي على الصلاة حي على الفلاح. Then he should jump for it. خلاص. Then in this case his heart will be clean and his money will be more. You don't worry. سبحان الله. Just ask this person. If you continue working for 24 hours a day. Will you gain more than your risk which is already written? No way. If a person works 24 hours a day for all of his life, which is impossible of course, but just imagine, just suppose, is he going to gain one single halala extra than what is written in his risk? No way. His risk is already written while he is in his mother's womb. So he is going to gain in this life 100,000 riyals. No more single halala. So if he works the whole day or he works enough time and he takes care of the rest of important cases. Like what? Like his Salah, like his Quran, like his children, his family, his people, his parents. What is the use of a person who gets so busy with dunya and forget his parents or his children and so on? What is the use? What is the use? He is gaining something, but he is losing a lot. But if he can combine both with enough percentage, correct percentage, then it's Work for dunya, the much you need from it. How much you need? Million dollars a day? No. You need very limited. And Subhanahu Muhammad Sallallahu used to eat only dates for two, two months. Dates and water. Why didn't he work and gain more money, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? Because he's nothing of this. The life of a Muslim should be really concentrating that what he's going to have the life in the judgment day. That's the true life, not life. That's why Allah Ta'ala وَإِنَّ الدَّارَ الْآخِرَةَ لَهِيَ الْحَيَوَانُ لَوْ كَانُوا يَعْلَمُونَ حيوان here means حياة the correct حياة true حياة our حياة is the fourth حياة the true حياة is the judgment day and the jannah inshallah that's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tell you welcome to the jannah so work for that more than you work for dunya how much you are staying in dunya work for it and how much you are staying in jannah work for it that's it so it's enough for us to eat enough to wear enough to take care of our children never think of the 100 years Later on, never think of it. Those people who are running for money and gathering more money, they are thinking of hundreds of years and centuries ahead, thinking that he is going to. No. 
These people who are gathered, like, they are exactly copying Qarun and, and Abu Lahab. No use. Qarun, what happened to him? He gathered millions of dollars, dollars, not dollars, millions of gold. What, what, what is it? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala throw him or put him in, in, in the earth. His, the keys, I'm not, I'm not, he's not talking, subhanAllah, the Holy, if we read the ayah. The keys of his lockers, which is getting the money or having the money, is too heavy to be carried by one person or two persons. The keys. What's the use? Not only him, but whole house went down. Well, the wrong people, the poor people say, Ya Allah, Oh, we hope we have the same as Qarun. We hope we have like Bill Gates. We hope we have, have money like Al-Walid ibn Talal. Don't hope, please. Don't. Because those people who hope that, they later on, when they saw what happened to Qarun, they were saying, Alhamdulillah, we did not. So, you also should, Alhamdulillah, say Alhamdulillah now. Don't do it later on. Because what happened to these people when they die, you won't believe it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will ask them about every single halala they gain and every single halala they spend. How long? That's why they say in the, in the some hadith that the poor Muslim will get to Jannah before the rich good Muslim 500 years. 500 years. Why? Because the rich Muslim will be asked about his lots of money. Why the poor person, alhamdulillah, he is free. Very limited money, my salam. Yalla, go to Jannah. So put it in mind. Yes. Yes, sir. Okay, uh, the, the, the fatwa for our sheikh is that they say translation of the meaning of the Quran, which is tafsir, is allowed. But not the Quran itself. Because the Quran, as Allah told us in his holy book, لا يمسه إلا المطهرون. And mushriks and kafirs are not mutahharun at all. They are both. إنما المشركون نجس. Najas means they are dirty in both body and heart. So they should not touch Quran. So we give them only the translation of the meaning which is the serious. Arabic what? Quran itself? Is it the same as the Quran we have the Mus'haf in here? No. 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 That's not enough. No. You give him, you just give him some booklets which even if it's containing one eye or two eyes or three eyes, no problem, but not the same as the Mus'haf which is we have. Yeah. Which has the meaning of the Quran, yeah. So what about the intention? Uh, What's that? Okay, the case of intention actually mentioned by Muhammad in one hadith that he 
if a person he have intention to do bad things and he stopped it because he's afraid of Allah Allah will give him hasana good deed if he have an intention to bad to do bad deed to do bad things and he does it then it is one single bad deed or, or sayyah but if he have an intention to do good deed and he does it then he gets up to 10 to 700 times of this hasana if he have an intention to do good deed but he couldn't do it then Allah will give him complete hasana even if he didn't do it that's the case of intention Jazakumullah khair just on the topic yes Supposing you go out for dinner and I'm going absolutely away from the context. You go out for dinner and you're eating dinner, somebody joins you and you're eating food with him and you're just talking over, talking over the dinner table. Suddenly uh, this guy finishes dinner and he goes and he pays for your food also. Now is that food halal or is that food haram? Why, why not? Is, is he a kafir you mean? No, he's a Muslim. Okay. What's the problem? Is, is that food, food okay? And I'm of course, keeping in mind the intention of the person, for example, if it's me who's sitting and eating there, and I'm expecting someone else to pay for that meal, and out of the blue, this person goes and goes and pays for that meal. Why can't you, why can't you uh, يعني, consider it as an invitation? No problem. يعني, if I, you and I or some brothers go to some of these restaurants in here, and one of us jump and he paid, that's karam. That's no problem. But if you, I thought your question was about the kafir. The kafir pays. This is another case. Still you can eat because Muhammad has eaten some food of the kafir. Two and Christians. Jazakumullah khair. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.